and I've been driving all night. My hands went on the wheel. There's a voice in my head that says I'm an orange pea. I don't know the words. Is that for me? Okay, you can go around it. You! I'm pulling you over you! Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me. Okay. Uh, hi, officer. What can I do for you? A license and registration, please. Okay, I don't think I did anything wrong back there. You know how fast you were going, sir? Uh, actually, I have it on cruise control at 80 kilometers an hour, and the speed limit is 80, correct? You are correct, but old Howie here, my faithful radar gun and one true love, clocked you going a suspicious... 800 kilometers per hour. Care to explain that? 800 kilometers per hour? (laughs) That's clearly not possible. Probably just a malfunction on the radar gun. Are you saying old Howie is lying to me? Not lying, but like a mistake. No car can go 800 kilometers per hour. That's what I was thinking, too. No car can go 800 kilometers per hour. This is Officer Jacobs on Highway 74. We got a potential alienite driving a UFO. will require some backup. Whoa, why do you need backup? Okay, I'm going to ask you to step out of the vessel, sir. Oh, here. come on. It's clearly a mistake. Are you serious? I'm serious as XM Radio, sir. Please exit the cockpit. You, you realize 800 kilometers an hour is the speed of a rocket ship. Oh, you seem to know an awful lot about space. What? Because I mentioned a rocket ship? Oh, there you go again, talking about space. Where are you headed tonight, sir? My parents' house. I was going home. Phoning home? Going home. home. If you weren't phoning home, then what's this thing? It's in cell phone? I've never seen an iPhone look like this before. That's because it's a Samsung Galaxy from 2005. Sorry, what Galaxy? Oh my, oh my God, it opened. It's a flip phone. You flipped it. Okay, did I send a signal? Are they coming? Who do you think is coming? Okay, Officer Jacobs again. We got a potential phone home contraption. I may have unintentionally triggered it. Apocalypse is pending. All right, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to raise your arms above your head. Of course, I mean your human head. Oh, my God, my gun. You made me do that. You just dropped it. Okay, creature can move things with his mind through my gun into the creek too far to retrieve. It's right there. Ooh, ooh, creature also threw my Red Lobster gift card in there. That will also need to be compensated as well. Jacobs. Officer Matthews. This the uh, specimen? That's right. Clocked him going 800 kilometers an hour. He claimed it was a malfunction. On old Howie, my college roommate? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. That's the ship? That's right. Exterior of a Pontiac vibe, but it moves like a meteor on wheels. Oh, yeah. I watched every episode of Elf on Netflix last night. This guy fits the profile. Mm -hmm. Same nose, same puppeteering. Okay, this is ridiculous. I'm not some alien like you're talking about. Nobody said anything about an alien. Yes, he did earlier. I said alienite. Uh, same thing. Uh, okay, okay no, I mean, only... my so-called spaceship. Was, okay, guys, let's say my spaceship was going 800 kilometers per hour. Isn't it odd that you caught up to me in your police car? That must mean that you were going faster than me. No, uh, yeah, he's got a point. Yeah, that that must mean you're obviously I'm not an alien too. No, oh my God. your hands above your head. Uh, of course, I'm talking about your human oh head. Oh God, oh God, gleamer, gleamer. What I'm is that? speaking alien. I think that's alien oh, talk. Okay. Gleamer, gleamer. All right, okay, all right, sir. I think it's best if you just act like you've seen none of this. Okay, no, take me to Area 51. Hurry. Okay. Here we go, buddy. Use those tentacle legs. I'll cut your egg sack open back at the station. Oh, thank God. Ugh, they dropped my phone on the ground. Here we go. Gleber, Gleber, Gleber. Let the invasion begin. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Vest of Friends podcast on Never Sleeps Network. Evan Richardson here. Morgan George. Very smooth, Evan. Thank right you. What's out there? That's <laughs> very good. Mark usually does it so. Uh, and today our guest is uh, none other than Eric Toth. I'm going to give you a quick bio before you speak, so don't say a word. Hey. 
Okay, right now, Eric Toth, co-creator of My Kitchen Can Be Anything with Pat Thornton. Uh, of course, uh, Bill and Sons Towing, web series, two seasons, incredible. And what we know him best from, the incredible, wonderful sketch group, The Imponderables, who were basically everything to us when we started out. So, Eric Toth, thank you for being here. God, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, we actually hadn't said that you lovely. could talk yet, actually, but um, okay, thank you. Uh, hey, Eric. Thanks thank for coming you. in, man. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, long time no see. I feel like we haven't seen you in a couple of years. Should we dare to guess how long? Last oh. time I saw you, I think, was at the Rivley, and I forget, I remember you had just had... Do you, I don't know if you have more children than you had then. No. You just have the one. Yes. And I remember you had just had that child, and I had asked you, I'm like, how's it going? And the, your exact words were, word, I should say, was intense. Yeah. So Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> and you lo- had this look of, like, no sleep, I compared, crazed. I compared the first week of having a child to that scene in Raging Bull where uh, uh, De Niro's character... <laughs> Allows the fighter to beat him up for 12 rounds. And then when he wins, he goes up to the guy who was hitting him all match with the bloody eye. And like yeah. he just goes, hey, you never got me down. <laughs> and the guy gets real so the- creeped out. He's like, oh, thanks, man. And he's like, no, hey, you never got me down. This bloody weird De Niro. He just wanted to prove that he wouldn't go down. In that case, you're De Niro and the baby is yeah, the, yeah, the baby punching you in the... Beat the crap out of me for a solid week. Yeah, yeah that's the last... So how many years ago is that then? Because how old, old is... Five. Five oh years ago. God. Yeah. I saw you more recently than that. I saw you with Pat Thornton at Toronto Sketch Fest this year. Just quickly. Right. Uh, you were seeing maybe last Sabbath's 10, 10 year anniversary or something like that? No, was no. That, was that uh, last year? A knock knock. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Where where did you grow up? How did you get into sketch comedy? Was it initially sketch comedy or was it acting like a lot of people did theater? None of those things uh, (laughs) at all. I grew up in Stony Creek, which is right outside Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Okay. Real crap suburb. Which is where Bill and Sons uh, towing takes place, right? Yeah. In Hamilton. In Hamilton, yeah. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. I think teaching was the family business, so to speak. Everybody was in it. So I just sort of blindly rushed my life to get to teacher's college. When I got to teacher's college and graduated, I got very frightened because I could easily see myself, A, accepting a job, and then B, being 65, like in the blink of an eye. Yeah. So I started to shit my pants. I was like, uh, like, I can't do this. Why would I want financial stability? <laughs> yeah. Like, and, so and, then, and then lots of family pressure. Like, what about benefits? And what about this? And what? Are, how are you going to do this? And I just like, I didn't matter. What mattered that I wasn't scared for my life mm-hmm. to be over like that. So a friend of mine in the Imponderables, Tony, went to theater school at McMaster. We just started working together on different productions, like, because... I guess I had more of a writer's eye early, like I would write dumb stuff and nothing with no intention of doing anything with it. What would you be writing specifically? Like you, like sketches or just no. little bits or yeah, just anything like uh, like short stories or uh, poems and not, like nothing even comedic. But I just liked that idea. Of Were you watching, being able to write something? Were you watching a lot of comedy at the time or like? Was it, was it even comedy starting, or was it just like was it comedy poems, or was it just poems? Just that? poems <laughs> that were a bit comedic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So You're very deep. Oh, yeah, it's super deep. A lot of poetry uh, slams. Yeah, yeah. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. imagine those Hamilton poetry tra- that, that led into that. my modern dancing years. <laughs> <laughs> Flash forward twenty years later, <laughs> um, mostly comedic stuff, just silly, 
things, some jokes and stuff like that. But when my when when Tony went to theater school, that really inspired me. That I was like, oh wait, I don't have to be a teacher. Like there's other things. But I I grew up on like Python and SNL and uh, Police Squad, which became Naked Gun. Yep. Like that was mm-hmm. just the top of everything. For Police me. Squad just had the one season, was it? Yeah, yeah. six episodes. Yeah, um, brilliant stuff. Really good. They, I, I read love- a lot of Mad Magazine growing up. Really? Yeah, that was I, my favorite thing. I was a class clown too. So it yeah. Went, uh, so like. I think we all were. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think there's there's the comedians that are very, also very reserved. You're either the class clown or you're the quiet kid that kept to himself. And then years later, you're like, that guy became funny? I feel yeah. like I was that kind of... Yeah, that makes sense. You were not that kind of... I was pretty quiet. You weren't. <laughs> was I not? I would, was I pretty popular? You were super popular and cool. <laughs> I could see you being quiet. I can buy that. Oh, he wasn't okay. very quiet. He was in the lead in like every play and like, yeah, hey, get really? the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's a big deal. Thanks. I lived in his shadow for years. For yeah, years. We, for those who don't know, me and Morgan went to high school together. We did. We went to high school together. And so we Tony and I went to high school together. Yeah, me and Morgan, really? we weren't friends, actually. In grade nine, I remember you were real annoying. I was. You yeah. were very, because he was very young and short. And, you know, in grade nine, young. <laughs> and Evan wasn't young at the time. Okay, we're getting away from the topic. <laughs> um, Talking about our old. <laughs> when you're younger than you, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyways, so, you, you just finally decided teaching wasn't for you, and you were kind of doing some writing. Yeah, and they had been doing a production of Tony and Tina's Wedding, just this dinner theater show that, like, uh, Second City would do it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like an interactive dinner theater show. Yeah. So uh, we decided to do one of those. Um, and then do like uh, stand up nights and all in Hamilton. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, we just wanted to go on the Fringe Festival with a sketch show, so that's kind of how it started. And it was just the two of you at the time, or did it? No, then we brought in John, and then we brought in Dave eventually. So was it always just... the four? Yeah, no, never more. No. Oh wow. No, right from. And right what from year the get-go. was that officially? When did you guys officially believe, become the Imponderables? I think two thousand and one. Wow. Yeah, that's one. But yeah, so you were our teacher, both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, how long did you teach at Humber for Sketch? Uh, I think five years. Five yeah, so we were near years. the end. We were near the end. Yeah, yeah. I think you only did one, maybe one class after me. Well, you know, that, that, that makes sense. You guys are a bit much. Uh, I mean, yeah, we <laughs> class clowns, remember? Everyone was very quiet, though. Yeah. I was but, um, terrified <clears throat> at Humber. I was you were definitely more of an attention Oh, guy. yeah, yeah, always. And he was definitely quieter. This is this holds true. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I, I remember because Actually I actually brought your report cards. Oh my god! Did we get report cards yeah, in comedy yes, school? Of course we did. Really? No, you got graded. Did to, you get report cards? Yeah, I had to, we had to, we had to be a real school. It couldn't just be like, yeah, there's well, no I don't grades remember or anything, it. guys. No, well, it's I, all I, about being. How would I ever use those grades past? You know, it's just as they, soon they just, as I they left just that use school. them so you can graduate. It doesn't matter. That's not what we're here to talk about. Um, no, I just want to know what my grades. But was. Well, we were, probably better than you, if we're being honest. Uh, they probably were. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll confirm that this too. guy just because he was quieter. He's putting me I mean? down today. Um, so, um, what's your question? He allowed me to. You, uh, you, we, we, always, we always found it very interesting the way you taught. It was very, very big for us to be honest because uh, we we had Robin Duke in second year. She taught very differently than you did, mm-hmm. but um, also wrote sketch very differently than you did. <clears throat> yeah, because, sure. Yeah, I remember first coming into it because again, I didn't. I thought I knew what sketch was, and then I came to you first year of college. And it wasn't at all what I was thinking. I was basically writing short little nine minute plays, and you were like, "No, that's not it at all." And you taught me how to do the beats and how to, you know, set it all up and get your beats down before you actually do the writing process. And that's still how I write. Yeah, so, that was so big. you know, well, you basically 
set uh, I'm to platform. Blame. Yeah. So every bad sketch I've ever written, yeah, yeah. there's a lot. Yeah. It's your fault. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a little uh, thing you say at the end of every show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I let everybody know. <laughs> this is Eric Dodd's fault. Unless it's we did a good job. There we go. Was... It's me. That time it wasn't Eric. Uh, yeah, so that, how was going from basically performing sketch and then teaching sketch? And how was that during that five-year process? Rewarding? You liked it? Yeah, I loved it. Like, well, I, I, like I knew how to teach. Yeah, of course. Because I went to teacher's college, and then I substitute taught, uh, which allowed me to gig at night and make money in the day. So, yeah. like, I knew what I was doing in that sense. Like, mm-hmm. I had gone to school for it. So, the transition was pretty easy. And, I, like, I love talking shop. Yeah. So, like, I can do that all day. So, it was really easy. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. As long as everything was organized, I knew how to. I knew how to teach you guys, but I also didn't want to act like a teacher with you guys. Yeah, and I didn't get yeah, that you t- vibe. Yeah, from yeah you, you did. It was more like a peer. Well, it felt more like someone. Yeah, that was a peer and learning and a friend. Someone you could go to and go over your ideas, and you didn't feel like you were going to be scrutinized with every idea you threw out. Yeah, you're more it is an intimidating thing because, again, I was 17 years old and the people who have not gone to Humber College, there's people who are 45 years old, then there's me who's like the youngest person in the room and you're in that room and it can be very intimidating. I remember your class was one of the first classes I took. Yeah. I, whether it was a Monday or a Tuesday, I can't remember. Um, but it, I remember going to that class and being like, oh, this is actually going to be okay. Well, and like for me, I was teaching 12-year-olds like math and like stuff so this was actually so like that i could come in and then just hang out and swear (laughs) yeah uh was like uh freeing for me i remember we so like teaching was always one thing it was always kids yeah and i didn't love it i would like write their work on the blackboard and be like okay you got to do page 44 and you're like tomorrow and your teacher's gonna check like i don't care if you do it I'm, and then I would sit down and I would either like work on a sketch or figure out a set list yeah. for that show. Like I did anything but the actual, the actual like walking around the desks and being like, who needs help? Like, <laughs> oh, I see you're struggling, Billy. Like, it just carry the one. Like, no, like I was a shithead kid and I destroyed substitute teachers. So they all like I knew the game before I got there. I was like, oh, I like I know what you're going to do. So you were the cool substitute so, Well, teacher. I just didn't care. So that was my defense. That was my whole strategy. It's like, I don't care. Like, I know you want a reaction from me. That's what I wanted from every substitute teacher. Did people play that teacher. as a substitute teacher? Oh, did, yeah. They, like, always. I remember when a substitute teacher came in, you were thrilled as a student, and you know that as well. Yeah. So people still played. How did it feel on the reverse end? You didn't give a shit, so you didn't let well, them. Well, like, I had to get to that point where I stopped giving a shit. Like, I would actually try, and then I would come home at the end of the day just depleted. Like, they won. It's like 30 kids against one. They're just too many. So then I was like, okay, what if I don't do anything? Like, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is you. You got to hand this in. Like, your teacher's going to check. Like, I'm not trying to get hired as a full-time teacher anyway. So I didn't have, also have that pressure. So I just didn't care. That's so, a good way to go. And then the real threat good was boredom. Good lesson for everyone, really. <laughs> the real threat was boredom. I was so bored. Um, we, I remember we, we, our classroom was in like the basement. Remember this? Our yeah. classroom oh, was like yeah, in the yeah. basement of like the C building at Humber. I remember one day we went in and you, we, and the class was at 9 a.m., which was a tough for a comedy student because you're trying to go out at night and do gigs and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, I remember the very first class was actually the day after my 19th birthday. And I was, I was like maybe the most hungover I've ever been. But um, I remember we went into the class 
and you showed up and you're like, Ugh, you're, you're tired and you open the door and you're like, Ugh, first of all, smells like farts. And then you, you flick the light switch. It doesn't work. You're like, second of all, the lights don't work. And we had to do the class in the hallway because there was no lights in the class. Yeah, Why did it smell fun. like farts? Was it it, it, no, he just, he opened the door and there was no one, there was no one in the room. Like we were oh, all waiting okay. outside. He right. He's like, oh, right, 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 right. Oof. Like immediately at the first thing. So we always ask, uh, every week we ask this uh, question to every guest. What's, What's your dumbest, dumbest sketch, sketch you've ever wrote? Wow. Well, that was wrote or written. <laughs> yeah. Either or. <laughs> or performed um, or whatever. Like, there was some ones that, oh, I think I know it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be on stage. It's something that you could have even never gotten to the stage. Yeah. But it has, it's on your hard drive somewhere on an old desktop. <laughs> yeah, like a shit one? Yeah. Yeah, like a floppy disk. But you're or proud of it. Like, you're, because that's, I find there are some dumb ones that I've written that I'm like, I know it wouldn't have worked, but I'm glad my brain came up like with feline something fine. so, yeah, feline finds a good example. Two come to mind. One was an audience experience. It was a sketch called How Many Times? And uh, Tony and I are husband and wife, and Dave's our son, and he comes home like late, and we're both up going, hey, like busted kind of thing, right? Yeah. And then he's just kind of sheepish and like, oh, hey, mom, hey, dad. And we're like, holy, like, if you're going to be out late, just call. Like, how many times have we told you that? Like, once? Like, or, <laughs> no, how many times do we have to tell you? That was it. Sorry. How many times do we have to tell you? If you're going to be late, just call. Like, how many? Once? Twice? <laughs> Three times? <laughs> Four. <laughs> Five? <laughs> and we, like, we got, we actually, like, it was an okay, the joke's over there. I don't know. I feel like that could, just well, telling it now, to yeah, me, it, it feels was, like yeah. it could go for a while. So we got past a hundred and something no. one day. And you, you did perform this. Yeah, yeah. And, and <laughs> oh I think it was in God. Hamilton. And uh, I don't know what happened, but it became like an 11 minute sketch. <laughs> And it was like... Was it a good 11-minute sketch? No, like oh. it was good at first. <laughs> and then I want to say there's like three or four minutes of oh like what the hell is happening. But we were having such a good time, but the audience was almost ready to leave. And that earned like a peak, like minute yeah. seven was like... It was almost like <laughs> oh, kind minute of... Seven. Minute seven was like spectacular. It was yeah. like whole like they're still doing this. Well, Everybody loved it, it. It paid off there, but then we kept going <laughs> for just for yourself. For four just more for minutes. Yeah. 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 Uh That's amazing. Footnote, we were very high. And that was only the second time <laughs> we've ever done that before a show. It turned into an eleven minute blackout, basically. But the crappiest sketch was we saw a sign that said reserved parking. Oh who is who's playing the your child in that sketch? Dave. What was okay. he doing during Just the Just sitting there, like, <laughs> majestically, <laughs> in the same pose, like, in the same attitude. Because like, he's he got nothing like, to do but to react. Yeah, he was playing it sort of like he was high, but he wanted to go to bed, you know? Like, he's like oh, just this like, is yeah. the worst. He's like, I don't know, Mom. <laughs> I'm not good. Like that. Just for... For a hundred and something. <laughs> Eleven minutes. Yeah. And John was the neighbor, Mr. Hanlon, who had a short long... And we and we would call him over because you're not listening to us. Like, would you want to hear Mr. Hanlon? And then Mr. Hanlon would come over. Uh, it was so weird. <laughs> but the, <Mr>. the, <laughs> the dumbest one was a sign. There was a sign we saw called reserved parking. Uh, we've all seen this sign before. And uh, we saw it in Vancouver. And we thought it'd be funny if, well, we were back in Toronto. So the sketch takes place back in Toronto. 
it's like i don't know i'm pretty sure like it said reserved parking and be like no i'm like you want to bet five bucks that it didn't and and then they were like all right, you're on five bucks. And then we exited one side of the stage and then we had a map of Canada with a little car. <laughs> so we drive the car across Canada on the map. So it, it's like poking out through the map. So you just see the car and then it gets all the way to Vancouver. And then we come out like super tired because we've been driving for like four or five days yeah. and we get to the sign C and then he's like, no, it says it does say reserved parking. And then I'm like, shit, fuck, I, thought, I thought it said deserved barking. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go pay up, man. You owe me five bucks. Uh, and that was the sketch. Blackout. That was the whole thing <laughs> for five bucks. <laughs> five bucks. I don't really want to bring this up right now, but I'm going to anyways. Um, so I was having an argument with my girlfriend uh, yesterday and I recorded it like I record all. Oh, yeah, man. Theaters. We all do it. We all do it. Do yeah. you? Oh, yeah. I'm always 100%. wearing a tape recorder. But anyways, I thought I'd uh, play it for you guys right now. Is that cool? You find that that's appropriate? Yeah, so, why not? Show oh, you're care. right. Yeah, you're right. I'm happy to listen. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, let's you? hear it. Hey, honey, what's going I know, on? I know. Sorry. I'm so sorry it's to wake 2 you. It's 2 a.m. I know. Look, I called, but your phone was off. Are you just getting home now? Okay, listen. I, I have something really important to say to you. I was with another woman tonight. What? You... You cheated on me? No, that's the thing. It was an accident. Oh, it was an accident. Yeah, totally. I can explain. Oh, what, what do you mean it was an accident? Well, it was an accident. Like oh, I said, I let was... Let me guess. Was... You, you, you tripped and fell and then landed inside of her. Yes. That's exactly what happened. Did, did, did someone call you? What? Okay, listen. I left the office party a little tipsy, right? It was about like one and I was a bit drunk. I admit I was a bit drunk and I said I wouldn't drink tonight, but I'm like trying to get home on the subway and I didn't want to wake you up in the middle of the night and I'm, I'm going to the subway and I'm running, I'm running. And then my pants got caught on a chained up bike, right? Ripped my pants, like just, the whole front of my pants area, it. like in the crotch part. Just hang on. And then... <sighs> I was going to fall and I didn't want to fall. So I just grabbed something, which happened to be this super nice lady. I wasn't even attracted to her. And then I pulled her dress off and then I fell on top of her and we started rolling a bit. Oh, okay. It was Stop. super weird. You really think I'm stupid? Okay, look at my pants. Look at them. Do you love her? Lo love her? I'm freaking out over here, man. Do you love her? Okay. I don't even know her. Okay. I bet you a million bucks. She's at home saying the exact same thing to her husband or her boyfriend. Okay. I didn't, I didn't talk okay, to her, so I'm, I'm not even I'll sure. I'll be at my sister's. Okay, seriously, if you're going to your sister's, like, be careful. It's weird out there, and you're wearing baggy pants, so you might want to change. Honey, you might want to change. Watch out for chained up bikes. Wow, so that was... That was a uh, that was you and your girlfriend had that fight. Yeah, I know. Eh? Totally reasonable. I get it. Yeah, I like what a, her fault, right? Though, right? I think we concluded that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. yeah okay. I sound a lot uh, like Eric. Thank too. you, Eric, for bringing that. Yeah, in. thank you, Eric. That, that was that my pleasure. Touch. Thanks for uh, being uh, my fictional girlfriend. Yes, I sounded pretty uh, womanly. You did. I think I did a pretty good job. You, you did. did a great job, Evan. Yeah, I feel. I was going to say usually in sketches I don't play the woman. Usually it's Mark because we don't have to give him a wig and he just I, looks like. Honestly, it. I do it the most. To be honest. Yeah, you have the most feminine eyes, and that's I a compliment. Do. I have really nice eyes. Uh, now we're going to play a segment that a we have hairier than. With hairier eyes? My eyes are hairier? Super hairy eyes. <laughs> those who don't know Morgan, yikes. <laughs> okay, Shave well. those eyeballs, man. Jeez. Okay, well, first of all. Is it the playoffs? Uh, so it's one of these, it's one of these backhand compliments where you, 
<laughs> the playoffs. That's what they do. Compliment me. You're negging me right now. That's what you're doing. What is that? What it's called? Negging when you like compliment I have no someone. Idea, you compliment someone by saying it's it's good, but then it's bad. We're it gonna do matter. a segment now that we like to call <laughs> "Look." Who's talking? Thank you. We're not talking about the 1987 film with whoever the fuck was in that. So the point of this uh, segment is uh, you can pick an object in your house that you think it would be fun if it could talk. And I also want you to pick an object in your house that you think would be really shitty if it could talk. An inanimate object. And I would prefer if you didn't pick toilet for either. Toilet. Because it's too, <laughs> too easy. It's a little too easy. <laughs> Though I will ask you, if it could talk, do you think it would get off with you using it? That's a, that's a general question. Do you think question. it would like it? You know what I mean? Like, or is it like, like it's a, the worst like, thing in the world for... Like it would get off? Get off? Yeah, like, yeah. like a toilet specifically. <laughs> <laughs> more, more, you know? Um, anyway, so give, us, give me your, uh, your two objects. Okay, so... One that I would not want to talk. Yeah. Probably the fridge. Yeah. You have a lot of bad food in there? No, just like sometimes I attack the fridge and it's not pretty. Oh. Just a messy... Sturdy as shit, and always be complaining. Yeah, it would be complaining. What you're putting inside of it? Why aren't you using me? Where's I don't know why it's got that accent. (laughs) What was that accent, Morgan? What would you call that accent? Don't call that Morgan. Uh, Why you using me? No, I think you know exactly what that accent. Uh, Yeah. What? No, nothing. Okay. All right. I don't know what the accent was. It was a little bit Jewish. Yeah, was it anti-Semitic? Guys, I'm not gonna lie right now. I actually, (laughs) I'm not very good with accents. I'm actually pretty proud that I can do it. Yeah, you didn't know what it was. My fridge Jewish. I thought your fridge was a little Jewish to be honest. <laughs> that's just why I don't want to talk. And then, right? <laughs> Shut that thing up. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, uh, okay. And the thing that you would like, an object that you would prefer if it could talk. None. You don't have a single one, eh? We were saying. I was saying. I think I'd like my toothbrush because I think it would help you. You have to think from a helpful state. It'd be like, hey, buddy, hang out on this back tooth a little bit more because it's uh, needs a little uh, work. Then I'd probably say the mirror. Oh, would the no. mirror be, like, be no, honest. You look, no, mirror, but you're like an asshole. <laughs> I mean, that is good. Like, you're right. Change the shirt at least. Yeah. Well, and your mirrors. hair's dumb. Just admit it. Yeah. Mirrors are a good one. Morgan? Uh, one I don't want talking or do want talking? It, up to you. I, I don't think I want my mattress to talk. I don't know. Then, oh, anything where you're sleeping. It might be annoying. Be a, you know what I mean? Like, hey. Yeah. Hey, what are you dreaming about? I'm like, okay, I you know, I don't want. I'm not dreaming, that, actually. No, Matrix. what was that? Actually? That, hey, that was like, <laughs> what? If you, that was you just, went from like a was, Jewish guy, that was a creepy like, guy, actually. a henchman. <laughs> was like a henchman. Hey, what you dreaming about? <laughs> what are you dreaming about? You know, that's different. <laughs> uh, you, you did change it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, what are you we, dreaming about? I don't know. I, I don't do accents. That was so like a newsie. Like e- guys, every extra, every extra. accent I do is random. I don't do accents. Hey, Mister. You better wake up. Hey, Mister, don't read all about it. You match. I don't know what I'm doing right now, guys. But then I, I want to match. The match would be annoying. You're saving my answers by coming up with uh, weird accents. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, guys. Uh, that's that's what I do best. Um, yeah. I guess I wouldn't want my mattress. I'd be annoying. What if? Uh, take this into mind. If let's say the object gets off by you using it. Does that change your answer of mattress? Because Absolutely. Then it's, no, that's it, real no, it's bad. even worse. Is this yeah. a third question? Like, like you're just sleeping on yeah, it? I'm, so I'm changing like, the segment. It's, it's, just, just, it's just... I just like the idea of an, an animal object a, getting off. Yeah, I know. It's real creepy. Like getting horny. Yeah. Like you lie in the mattress. He's like, oh, thank you. Oh, well, what's that like, accent? Finally. You, so you can do an accent? That's not an accent. That's just a voice. That's the, that's the, that's almost the same accent as I did. Certainly Isn't the accent. answer your laptop the thing you don't want talking? 
right? Yeah, yeah it's on your dick. Maybe it's on your dick. That's why. Because it's yeah. on your dick. That's why you don't want it talking. Well, if it gets off, you know, then I feel like I'm a creep. I guess it works both ways. Yeah, you keep it on your lap. There yeah. you go to answer that one. But the not talking part too is like, oh, I like that laptop. All our laptops know some shit. Yeah, that's true. You bring it, like you bring a girl home. Not that we ever bring girls home. <laughs> all very committed. Yes, and yeah, he'd be like, "Hey, don't go with this dude. The shit he gets up to." You're doing henchmen yeah. now. Yeah, see, I, I told you. First see, off, yeah. that's definitely not henchmen. That's a henchman. henchman's more like. I when I think henchmen, I think dumb. When I think yeah. henchmen, so I would say like, hey, uh, a boss. Yes, there like you. That that's henchmen. This is more. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you want some drugs? What are you doing over there? Come over here. Oh, so it's like just like a New York bad guy. Yeah, I think just all of my of accents guy. are New Yorky. To be honest, like are, are from somewhere in New York. Yeah, yeah. Was that a New York Jew you did earlier? <laughs> it was a New York Jew, yeah, for sure. Most yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> All right, Eric. Uh, thank you so much uh, for doing that segment and uh, bringing your sketches today. And thanks so much for coming on the podcast here in the Never Sleeps Network studio. What are you working on right now? Where can we find you? Um, so I did a project with Pat Thornton called My Kitchen Can Be Anything. Mm-hmm. You can find it at CBC Comedy. You can find it on the internet, mm-hmm. oh, specifically yeah. YouTube. And And, uh, uh, CBC Shows page, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Just type it in the Google thing. Just my kitchen can be anything. Enter. Got it. We don't need web addresses anymore, do we? Not really. No. No, Go to Google. Well, when I looked it up, like when I've, yeah, or I'll see it on Facebook. Sure. If if you're friends with Eric Toth on Facebook. Yeah. Which who isn't, right? (laughs) Come on. Am I kidding? (laughs) Am I kidding? (laughs) Uh, And at this very moment, we're going to throw to two sketches from The Imponderables, uh, one of which is one of my favorites. So stick around to listen to those. Thanks so much once again, Eric, for coming in. Uh, This is the Vesta Friends podcast on Never Sleeps Network. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you all next Tuesday. to the Violator, our newest attraction. Please keep your hands in the cart at all times, secure yourselves, and most of all, enjoy the ride. Last ride of the day, kick ass! I can't believe we waited in line for 17 hours. Wow, that's how you know it's a good one. You know it, man. Yeah! Hi, guys. Hey. How are you? Good. Good, Good. I'm just going to make sure you're in here. You're insecure, so just lift the hands up. Sure. Hey, hey, what, what are you, hey. What are you doing? Cut it out. What are you doing? Cut it out. It's okay. It's I think okay. you checked the bar. I know, I know what I that's, checked. And that's okay. not the bar. You're, okay, do you guys want to put your hands back up for another second here? This feels wrong. It's okay. It should feel good. Okay. Hey, that's a bad touch. Yeah. Okay, Ron, everything checks out. They're good to go. Please exit on your left and thank you for riding the violator. Okay, class, good morning. It's a real treat to be here. My name is Officer Long, and here in my hand, why, this is Deputy Dog. Say hello. Hi, Deputy Dog. Now, today, we're going to be talking about Neighborhood Watch and the importance of keeping your eyes open at all times. Cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Now, the first thing I think we think, oh, whoops, class, wouldn't you know it? I forgot my big bag of prizes out in the squad car. 
You guys sit still, wait right here, and oh I'll be gosh. right back. Prizes? prizes? Did he say prizes? Oh my god, I bet it's gonna swords? be cool. Hey, all you kids in here, hey, don't look at me and don't look at my hat, sunglasses, and fake mustache. I'm gonna take this dog over here and I'm gonna leave with him, and you're not gonna say anything about it. <laughs> Okay, guys, now the first thing I think... Hey, guys, why the long faces? Hold on a second, hold on. Did you kids see someone suspicious looking in here? Well, this is a perfect chance to learn about how to give a suspect description. Okay, guys, if we're going to catch this culprit, we need to know what he looked like. All right, guys, come on, shout it out. What was he wearing? Come on, we need to know what he looked like, guys. Come on, Any, anything you remember. Was he wearing a hat or a, maybe he had a mustache or anything else you can remember? He was wearing a purple sweater. No, it was a green jacket. No, wait, he was purple. No, he was a black guy with blonde hair and five hands. He was rich. He was so hungry. He was painting. He was a werewolf. He was so fast. He was invisible. I seen him. He was riding a horse. No, wait, it was a snake. Yes, it was a snake on a horse. He had a guilt complex. It ran deeper than you and I will ever know. He broke in and he wrote boobless on my calculator. Okay, actually, I'm pretty sure he was none of those things, guys. Uh, But anything else you remember? His scoring touch has been compared to Bobby Hull. If he rents one more movie, the next one is free. Same with his coffee. He was stung by bees as a child. And that's why he doesn't like honey. No, no he didn't. He goes to church. He hasn't laughed in quite some time. He was half man, half horse. He can't swim. Come on, guys. What about Deputy Dog? He's thinking of a number between one and ten. Is it four? No. I don't know any other numbers. It's seven. My back hurts. He wishes he was the daughter his parents always wanted. He compares apples and oranges. He always says that joke, a carpenter's dream, flatter than a board and easy to nail. Is it lunch? I want lunch. I'm hungry. He took my lunch. Who took lunch? How come we can't take lunch? Is it lunch? Is it lunch? I want lunch. Okay, yeah, you know what? It is lunch. Go get your lunches. Get your lunches, guys. Jeez. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.